on this episode of it's a funny or life podcast i'll be joined by one of the players another player for our team bill books inclusion fc um he's been to belfast he's won trophies um he's done a lot um been here for say nearly enough two years now well i want i remember anyway um and yeah it's the all and great guy and today's guest is Owen McGuinness. Oh, welcome back to a new episode of the Funny All Life podcast. And I've got Owen McGuinness here with me today. So thanks for joining us, Owen. A pleasure. So we'll go um, straight into the podcast, episode 14, which is making moves. So straight into it. Um, so what we usually, how we usually start this podcast, Owen, is... Um, Going back to obviously you're still young, but going back to your days when you were little. So how was your how's your upbringing been? Childhood was. Um, it's quite different to like a lot of people that I know. Um, basically, for like my first nine years at uh, growing up, I lived, I lived in like Northern Ireland, um, mostly in. Cookstown for the first nine years because that's where um, my mom originated from. And like, because because my dad was from uh, Liverpool, he wanted to like move back to England. Main, like, well, not mainly because, but one of the reasons was because of family reasons. And one of them was basically my granddad was feeling like quite severely ill so uh he wanted to basically be there for a man ever since then we've basically just been living here yeah so obviously moving away from what you used to Ireland to Liverpool what was that like was the, tra- the transition over um not hugely different but it was a little bit different because back over in uh Northern, Northern Ireland, it's a lot more field based, you know. There's a lot more, there's a lot more greens compared to like England because it's a lot more town and city based, if you get what I mean. So, yeah, it was quite different. It wasn't too difficult for me to settle into like the whole, the whole area because I had uh, visited there on a couple of occasions to see some of my family over there. But I will admit it did take a bit of time for my mum to adjust to things because she wasn't seeing her family as much as she would want to. But that's just, that's just the normal thing of like moving to a different location at the end of the day. Mm, just, just, do you still get to see your other family back in Ireland and that? Um, not often really um but we have seen them uh there was the one time that i got to like travel to northern ireland on a uh, holiday for i think it was a couple of days or, or a week or so we got to see we got to see uh the likes of uh my old primary school got to see uh my my aunts uncles and cousins and whatnot yeah, it was a really fun time. It was just before I was moving into high school, and it was just great to see everyone back then, the people that I met back in my childhood, you know? Yeah. 
Because you got to take in the, like what you were used to when you were little and just going back to surroundings that you were used to and then what you've moved on from since then. Hmm. So, uh, what, so since you joined, like, well, moved to Liverpool, say that, what's like, how's it been for you? What's Liverpool being be, moving to Liverpool being like for you? Um, it's a bit, it's a bit of a difficult one to answer. Um, could you give me a little bit of context of what I should say? <laughs> <laughs> like, say for, like, say, what you enjoyed in Ireland, like sports or like, mm. like social, socially, like social stuff, like, oh yeah, like sports and like activities and the like. What what's been like here for Liverpool, like national stuff like that. I guess probably there's more available available facilities for my disability. I guess you could say. I, guess that would be uh, an appropriate answer for it though though of course i didn't really have too much involvement in like sports a lot because like back then when i was younger i like i liked sport but i wasn't like completely into it like like i am now it took a while for me to actually have a lot of motivation to get into sport like football so it it's it's definitely it's definitely kind of hard to like give an, a right answer because of my interest being like somewhere else compared to where it is now. Yeah, I get you. So when did you start getting into like of you you've just mentioned then you like sports but when didn't really like get was like proper sports fan. When did you start liking sports as like as much as you do now? Um, that was mostly due to, like, uh, what was happening, uh, when I moved into high school. Um, I found the first year, year seven, quite difficult. I wasn't really enjoying, uh, the class that I was being put in. I wasn't really particularly fond of the atmosphere of it. I was wanting to, like, be in the other class. And once I did get the, uh, transfer to the other class... I still felt I was a bit lonely, particularly around like break times and lunch times. And it was until like midway through year eight that I decided to go out on breaks and lunch times to play football. And even like just a month or two before that, I was even watching uh, some some Liverpool games with my dad. One of them I particularly remember was when we won 4-1 at a Manchester City. That was like one of the first proper football moments that I really took in because I was actually getting a little bit more of an understanding for the sport. And it just kicked on from there. And I just kept on like focusing on trying to be a better player day in, day out. Even if even if I uh, didn't exactly have the appropriate attitude at times because I was quite the emo- emotional person back then. I'm still emotional now, but it was kind of worse back then. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying there you felt dead lonely in the first couple of years of school. Was that like, did you find it hard to make friends or like find it hard to settle into school? 
Well, not, not exactly that. I did make friends in school, but the problem was is that, like, my friends tended to, like, hang out with people that I didn't exactly want to hang out with. I wasn't really comfortable mm-hmm. with being with. Most Mostly due to, like, I didn't really socialize with those other people because they're, like, a year or two or more above me. So I didn't really have that confidence to really engage with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like that with some of my mates, but mostly what how I feel I don't like to socialize because I like, I'm like a, let's say, I'm saying I'm a good kid in school, but like, because my mates hang around with like, you know, like the popular, bad, horrible kids. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I don't fancy getting involved with them. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. I do, with my condition, I do find it really hard to me socialize and that. So, um, that's just my condition, really, and it just it's hard to socialize in my. But like you said, you you've made mates, but they feel comf- comfortable. So, uh, and then you start to play football. When did you realize when when you start playing football? Like, like God, I, I enjoy I enjoy this sport. Like I enjoy it. Um, I think it was after at least like the first few days or weeks when like. I was quite enjoying, like, just getting out there and, like, playing. Because, like, it was particularly after when I got involved in, like, a few goals and assists, I was, like, enjoying myself. And I was showing, yeah, I could be useful. I can actually show that, like, I can actually do something that I feel comfortable with and I feel like I can go... I can go the distance if I just put my mind into it and just focus on getting better. Yeah, exactly. Um, then did you and when you started to like like started playing in school? Was it like when did you start playing? Like, stop. Did you go? Did you play for any teams before Beautiful Books? Let's just say that. Uh, no, no, actually. Um, the odd thing about it is that, like, even though that I wanted to, like, join up with a team, I didn't really, I didn't really find a team. It wasn't, like, due to, like, my disability or anything. It was more like I just couldn't really get the opportunity to find a team. But it wasn't until, like, a few years later when I first got into football, I heard that one of my friends, uh, Jacob Ashort, one of the players for the club, um, I heard that he joined Brutal Books. It was actually like probably a week before or like during my holiday to uh, North Wales. And like I heard that he joined up and I was like, I I think this might be my, my opportunity here. I could actually join a team and not to mention one of my best friends is actually in it. So I'll feel right at home because I'll actually have someone to like, talk to and be comfortable with to just get me started and it just happened like that yeah how was it for you getting started in bootle and that how was it get for you getting started like you go back to your first session what was your first session like um not not an awful lot but i do i do remember like uh when i went to my first session this was 
this is not the greatest memory, but like when I first came to my first session, uh, we were doing like this penalty shootout uh, contest thing. I can't really remember what it was for, but like um, I was one of the ones that stepped up for the penalty and I ended up missing it. And I think I was the only one that missed one, which was really irritating. Oh, oh my God. Well, <laughs> well that's yeah. mad. So that was your first session. What a what a great way to start. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, it for you, it's it it's got better. Well, I assume it's got better from there. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has. I've been able to show what I can do, and just from like my first couple of months there, I was able to like get into get into the main team for like friendlies and and competitive games. So at least it has gotten better after that. Yeah, and uh, obviously a couple, of, couple. Not really sure when your first session was, but I can remember. I remembered you being there for a long time. And um, did you did you go to Belfast? Yes, I did. Yeah, God, what a tour! Tour that was. So I was Belfast for you. Like when when you would like going to Belfast, I was that for you. Uh, it felt like a bit like a homecoming, to be fair, because like. I may have not grown up in Belfast, but at the same time, it was it was still a city in a country that I spent a good majority of my childhood there, and it just felt like it just felt like a dream come true. At the end of the day, I was just so happy to be back. Yeah, and especially with the team that you've been that you've been with, going on like a tour, playing matches, tournaments, mm. and everything. So, um, Belfast, did you? What was your like your in that Belfast, like the tournament was, and how did you? Uh, we didn't, we didn't win anything, but like I remember, like the team we had, we had a, uh, we had obviously me, uh, Jacob, uh, Kenny Mansfield, uh, Jason Philippe, and also, I think we also had a uh, Jason's cousin on the team as well, Dino. I think he joined up as well. And I think that was it, from what I can remember. Yeah, I remember watching your team a few times, like just before I went and went to play with, on my team. I remember watching your team a couple mm. of times and like the big matches and things good, good to watch, really. Um, yeah. Oh, I forgot Gary was on the team. I completely forgot about him. He was the keeper for us. Gary. Oh God, yeah. Remember one of the times when we were on that tour, Gary. I think I don't remember why, but Gary got off the coach. Remember mm. that. Yeah, I think I think I remember it vaguely. Yeah, I remember. I remember he just got off the coaches. I seen him, fucking speaking to mates, looked out the window, and there's Gary off the coach. What's going on here? Crazy. And then obviously going home. I was I mentioned in a previous Beer Books podcast I done with Thomas Ashcroft. Um, yeah, I listened to that just today. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously when we were obviously coming home from. Bootle and then um, you could say disaster struck. <laughs> um, it all yeah. went wrong coming home. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Flight. Uh, oh, so we didn't help that. And I literally only found out when I was on a podcast with Tom Ashcroft that we land. We only found out that we got diverted because um. I we only got diverted and we only got told we landed in Manchester when we landed. I thought we got told when we would, like, we turned around, but I'm, I'm not really sure. But it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy, 
crazy end to a good tour. Yeah, I don't think there's a better way to put it. It was just mental. Like I can I can remember that like I only got home at like three in the morning. Like no joke. Like I was just so tired. It might it might have even been four in the morning. I can't I can't quite remember, but I just got home really late and it was just I was so tired. Like I could I just wanted to go to sleep, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I've like, there's like you've seen unusual things. Like, it doesn't help that, like, with a bunch of kids, like kids with disabilities, doesn't help that mm-hmm. you don't get told. What well, well, I was sitting on the plane for what good good hour or two after we landed, mm-hmm. and then um, obviously because I was with John Rice and Heather and all that, cause they were looking after me for family reasons. Um. And then I had to ring my dad, who was in work at the time, to come and pick us up. And I didn't get home till, like, near the five in the morning. I was just worn, just oh, worn out. Didn't wake up till one o'clock the next afternoon. Oh, my God. And also, can I can I just mention, also, now that you uh, mentioned John Rice, I want to mention about, like, the other coaches at the time. I, I really want to give them, like, proper congratulations at the time. Because, like... Quite a few of them are around, are around my age, and, and like they managed to handle the situation really well. I couldn't handle the situation well at all. <laughs> Judging by my experience, it was kind of just my head was just on my one of my parents' laps, and I was just ugh. so I just really had to give props to them for actually handling such a really stressful situation. I really admire what they did. Yeah, no, some of the coaches like Heather, Heather, I've never seen, I've never found out date like Penno his first tour. Mm-hmm. And then he's, he's, he's crying his eyes out, Heather's crying, parents, kids. Mm. I, all men are crying. I can't say much because I was crying myself, but like, you just know with people like us, it, it just, you don't, some people just don't bond well with, with things like that. And um, mm. it's crazy. Um, and then, Obviously, I've got to give a lot of credit at the time. Who was looking after me? Because I was getting proper looked after me because my mum was Oh, Gail, Gail across and Hankin, Josh Hankins' mum, she was looking after me at the time and she was hmm. boss with me. She was looking after me when I was on the plane and sat by her and Josh. And um, she dealt with me really well until I obviously got off the plane, went home, didn't wake up. A lot of people had jet lag, which was mad. Hmm. And then, yeah. yeah, Belfast was over. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Like that. And then, obviously, 2019 went smoothly, the rest of the rest of it anyway. And then 2020, um, hmm. footy stops, coronavirus. Yeah. What's that like for you? Um, Well, you would actually be surprised from, like, to me to say that it didn't hugely affect me, to be honest, because... My life, like, outside of, like, school and football, it's kind of basic, you know? I I stay at home a lot of the time because I don't have a lot of friends that live near me. A lot of my friends that used to live near near me moved either to Bootle or around the Southport area, which, of course, my school is from Southport, so that I can understand. So I didn't really have much opportunities to uh, really hang out 
with some of my friends in school because of them living in different areas, you know? So really it was just me just staying at home, playing video games or watching YouTube or whatever. And I think that's been the main difference for me that's made me handle COVID a lot more than probably say others. Yeah, that's mad. Because I know I know a lot of people who have struggled, myself included. But stuff you just started, you really couldn't do much about it. But hmm. you know, um. So, uh, what was it like without like playing football? I know obviously you just said you uh, without football and that was basic. But I bet there was a bit of like a like, like a like a pain and a pain that you couldn't actually play football again, and I didn't restart for a while either. Yeah, there was that. It was quite disappointing that I wasn't going to be able to attend training and matches regularly like a lot of people that were in the club and also like a lot of people that were involved in like uh, football in general. They they wouldn't get the opportunity until like a lot later on like us. So it, it was quite annoying for me personally that I that I would have to play a lot less of something that has really helped me through the last few years of my life. Yeah. And then um, 2021, so she's getting better now, sessions are back on and um, everything like that. So it's all starting to get back to reality again, which is boss. Yeah, thankfully, yeah. (laughs) Um. Then to end end off this podcast, which I really enjoy recording, by the way, um, what is what does Beautiful Books mean to you? Like, what's Beautiful Books done to you? That's special. Uh, I think a lot of things. I think, I think probably one of the main things that has helped me over there is confidence, cause like, cause like over at school. I, I knew when I was playing, I knew that I was quite good at uh, passing the ball and creating chances. But it was also my finishing was a tiny, was a little bit off. And I wasn't really the most confident in like doing certain things. But since joining uh, Boodle Box, I've managed to try a lot more bolder stuff and show a lot of confidence in, in my decision making i think i would really want to score more goals at the end of the day i've still got a long way to go to get to that but hopefully i'll be able to get to that point in order to really become the player i want to be in the future mm. so uh, what's your best favorite memory at book? Oh god, that's a tricky one. There's quite a few. There's the uh, there's the Allo team success of winning the league over at uh, Archie's. There's also Belfast and just the other friendlies going to going to other areas of the country like uh, Manchester and Leeds. I I probably I probably say since it was my first time winning a proper trophy. I'd probably say winning the league with the Adults team, mainly mainly because it was really the first time that I won something big in my life. It was like a precious 
moment for me. And it was particularly the same for the rest for the rest of my teammates because they hadn't experienced something like this before. I'm pretty sure uh, Jacob hadn't. So it was an absolute special memory. And one particularly uh, good thing about it was me scoring the last goal of the season. It was literally the last minute of the game and I was through on goal, went past uh, the defender and slotted it with uh, my left foot down the far corner. Hey, was, yeah. that the, was that the goal that won you the league, was it? Uh, no, it was already won probably a game or two before that. Uh, result, the results went our way um, when it came to the team's second place or, so, or even third place. And uh, It was the uh, Everton in the community team, I think it was, the, uh, the top one. And they just kind of fell off uh, near the end. We actually got a crucial victory um, in the first game of that week. So it was quite a huge win. It was quite a turnaround, to say the least. We got a fair few a fair few crucial wins, and they kind of just fell off the rails near the end. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, obviously, people hopefully is going to get better and better from here. Um. So thanks for coming on podcast today. I want to know you've wanted to you've wanted to do it for a while, and I finally got you on. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so thanks for coming on, and um, hope you know everyone who's listening to this has enjoyed the episode and listened to more. So thanks, Owen. Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're all right. Don't worry about it. See you later. Bye. Bye.